Hello everybody and welcome back to Let's Get Down to Business, your favorite podcast. I was going to do this silly little idea, but then I feel like maybe that'd be better to do for a different episode with Ella. So I'm just going to talk about my favorite books of the year. I talked about every single book that I read um, already. And I thought it'd be fun if I tell you my, my top 10 favorite ones. Because I think I did this last year. Pretty sure I did this last year. Not actually that sure, but I'm pretty sure I did it th- last year. So, um, yeah. I just want to do the same thing this year. Hold on. I need to change these lights. I have a big light on. <laughs> you never have the big light on. Anyway. Okay, so I have, I have this little list in my phone that's top 10 books, and I have one solely for 2022 last year, and solely for this year, and then one, like, of all time. So let's go over my yearly ones and kind of how that was affected my, of all time, top 10 books, you know? Um, we'll go from the bottom to the top because that makes it more interesting. Now, this list is not really refined. I think I wrote this one day. And so I'm just going to hope I'm right. <laughs> um, these, every single book on this list was a five-star read. Um, so top 10 books of the year. Every single one of them is five stars. Go into, just like assume that. Just assume that. Um, so starting at number 10, we have The Fixer by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. I just love Jennifer Lynn Barnes and I love I love her brain. I love her brain. Um basically Jennifer Lynn Barnes, she wrote The Inheritance Games, which was one of my favorite series last year, as well as The Naturals, which is my favorite series of all time. Um she also wrote The Debutantes, which I also read and enjoyed. The second book in that series is so good, and I think that should be more appreciated. So this is my hold on, one, two, three. <laughs> seven i think 10th jennifer lynn barnes book the fixer um it's a duology and basically it's about this girl named tess and she i think she lives in like maybe the desert maybe just like maybe not the desert i think i'm wrong desert i think it's just like in the mountains and because i think she lives on like a horse stable maybe i'm insane I don't know why, but I just assume that she, like, has horses. I don't know if that's correct at all. Maybe she just doesn't, actually. But that's besides the point. She lives there with, like, her grandpa. And her grandpa has, like, dementia and, it, like, does not remember who she is. And so then her sister, um, who she hasn't seen in, like, so long. Like, her sister literally, like, ghosted her. Anyway, her sister comes and is like, girl, you need a better place to stay. And so they they move in together and basically her sister is a fixer that's where the title comes from and so then Tess unknowingly like helps somebody and becomes like the fixer like she like the president's daughter she unknowingly helps so it's like and then it's like a big deal so um like she doesn't know that's the president's daughter whatever whatever um and she becomes like the fixer of like that school and it's just really a bunch of drama and it's like a bunch of like like family dynamics too because she like is just like living with her sister now and there's a bunch of guys coming over not like that (laughs) but there's like she has like three assistants and you're like what are these people doing here like what does my sister do because she doesn't know that her sister is like a fixer I don't know it's just like a silly little mystery book 
here's my thing with this the first book is my favorite i think it's a perfect book the second one has some of my favorite moments in it but also a rough betrayal a rough betrayal and because it was a betrayal i hate betrayals i think everybody who is good should be just loyal so um that betrayal was not good for me and so that's why that book is a lower rating the second one it was actually so sad and devastating i did not want a betrayal to happen like i couldn't i couldn't even with this betrayal but these books are so good and if you like jennifer lynn barnes's other books if you like YA, like mystery whatever like literally just like freedom so um and then okay that's my 10th favorite book of the year and number nine we have a million junes by emily henry so emily has her four main contemporary novels Treed, people on vacation book lovers happy place also her new book's gonna come out prepare to be sick of me i am so excited about it um anyway um and then she has a backlist where she wrote like ya sci-fi fantasy like i don't even i don't know realistic fiction no that's not what it is what's the other one not realistic fiction the other one though magical fiction it's like that one it's it's a realistic fantasy maybe no that's not it i can't remember what it is but basically this book a million Junes, is it's a like kind of a modern take on romeo and juliet so there's two rival families and but there's like powers and stuff i don't know i don't really know i read this this was literally my second book that i read this year so can't really remember but i'll tell you that yes <laughs> um this book i just remember it being devastating it was so good and it's so emily henry you know what i mean like i love i love her writing in her main books and her backlist is no different i read two books from backlist this year because i'm taking them slow because they are heart-wrenching and devastating and so so good um but a million junes is my favorite one i think it's so 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 well written and it's so devastating and the like magic system is so like interesting like they like this book i always say that they talked about like adele and harry styles in this book but then they also had like the fantasy elements where i can't even remember I, i'm pretty sure there was like little i don't know what how to call them other than like blobs of magic they basically like stuck to the windows and you could like step through one it would be like a memory it was so sad um it was really 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 devastating i've never cried harder like literally so sad but it was so good so 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 good i loved it forever it was amazing so yes and then in number eight my eighth favorite book of the year is this time it's real by Anne liang uh love Anne liang i'm so excited for her new book to come out it comes out in february and i will be reading that literally the second it comes out i'm so excited about it it's going to be so good i'm so like oh i'm so ready for it um this time it's real i can't even let me it's about this girl i think she writes like an essay i can't remember what this essay is for but i think she writes an essay about like her and her boyfriend but she doesn't actually have a boyfriend and it goes super crazy viral and everyone is like who is this guy and she's like oh no i don't have a boyfriend so i don't know i think she grabs a movie star and they date (laughs) 
They do. That's what the plot is. It's very good. It's YA, and it's so good. I I think YA is exponentially better than regular books. There's only one book on this list that isn't YA. Every other book on this list is YA. Just by the way. Just by the way. Um, but This Time It's Real is so good. Anne Liang, so good. I'm going to read every book that she ever comes out with. Um, the other one that she wrote was also on this list. It's just up higher, but um, I love this. I love this book, and I can't wait for Anne Liang's other books. This book, I don't know. It was so enjoyable. It's so easy to read, and it like just had me giggling. Like it, I just giggled. So that's. I feel like a lot of these books have that in common. I just giggle, and that's how you know it's a good book, because I just giggle the whole time. Um, and then number seven, I Have You with a View by Jessica Joyce. Um, I do not expect to literally love this book. I remember I was on vacation and I had these books and You with a View was in there and I decided to put You with a View back. Uh, but then I was like, before our trip, ended, I was like, maybe we should go back. And so we went back and got it. And thank God, because that book, so good. So, so, so good. I, I loved it. It was also so sad. It was like, it had TikTok in it, but not in a cringy way. Because this girl, she, I think her grandma dies. And she finds like a letter from her grandma to like some guy that's like not her grandpa. Like 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 a long lost lover of her grandma. And she's like, oh my gosh, well, he like knew her. And nobody else knows her like I do. So they, she like, just trying to find him. So she goes through TikTok and... But it's not cringy, thank you. It's actually so cute and so good. And it's so Marjorie by Taylor Swift. And the book was just, it was very beautifully written, but it also was like silly and funny and goofy. And it had like comedic moments. And it also just was like perfect. Um, that author is coming out with another book, I think in July. Um, I actually don't know. I'm just assuming that. Um but that is, like, I'm so excited for it because she also came out with a novella, but I haven't read that. I hope they're all in, like, the same universe because I would love to see these characters, like, make a silly little cameo. That'd be hilarious. That'd be so good. Um, I just love these characters, and I think they're so good and so well, like, thought out and everything. I just loved it. Um, and then at number six, we have What Happens After Midnight by K.L. Walther. I saw a lot of people not liking this book, but I don't know why I loved it. It was about, um, so it's like their senior year at a, um, I guess it's a boarding school, basically. Like, they live, like, on campus, but the girl's mom is a teacher. She's, like, one of the teachers at the school. Anyway, um, she, there's, like, this thing every year where the seniors, there's, like, a jester, and the jester is, like, the prank, like, leader. He, like, leads the prank and everything, and, um, well, he's the prank leader. He leads the prank. He comes up with the plans to prank, and then he, like, collects a group of people, and they carry those plans out, um, and so... That's what this book's basically about. It's basically, it all takes, like, not all of it, like, three quarters of it, though, take place from, like, that day when they're scheming this senior prank. And it's, like, found family, and it's so cute. And it's, like, I think it's on the beach, too. Like, I think the little school's on the beach. And they just have to be, like, sneaky. And it's so good. I really loved it. I thought the setting was so good. I thought the clues were kind of fun because you got to see them doing the prank. 
and I thought it was so fun and it was also because like they were very close to getting caught so many times so it was just like it was so exciting I don't know I really liked it and I love Kale Walther's writing it was so many Taylor Swift references she has so much Taylor Swift references like in all of her books and I love just like seeing all them and I because I love when books have Taylor Swift references because it's just like a silly little easter egg I feel like so I really liked um I I I I really like this book. And I will still read Kale Walter's books. I don't know if there's one coming out soon. <laughs> I think there is, but I feel like she has like a bunch of them coming out, but I feel like they're not until like 2025. So I don't know. But love love her books. They're so easy to read. They're also YA and they're just like summary good vibes. So yeah. Number five is If You Could See the Sun by Emily Yang. So, so this time it's real by Emily Yang, my hero books of the year as well, and just like if you could see the sun, I actually read first, and I read this. I literally recommended it to my driving instructor. I was like, "This book is so good because." It's it's a magical realism and magical realism will get me every single time. It will. It is so good because it's 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 like a normal story. It's like you could be in this story, but like the little fun magical elements, it like enhances it. So love I love magical realism. It's so good. Anyway, um so the main character, she goes to this like elite boarding school. And she basically, um, her family, like, can't afford to, um, have her go another semester, but she likes it there. She's, she's really smart. So she's like, this is, I like it there, right? So she, and then one of these days she, like, turns invisible and she has no, there's no rhyme or reason to it or anything. There isn't, like, a, um, sign or anything, like, a specific thing. She just, like, turns invisible she, like, feels that she's going to turn invisible and turns invisible. And she's, like, what? So then she, like, makes this little app, basically, where she can, like, ask her classmates to, like, do her favors. And she'll do them when she's, like, invisible and she gets paid a bunch of money for it. So then she can pay for her next semester of school. It's so cool because she learns, like, all of her classmates. And they're all rich and famous and whatever. And she can learn all their secrets. And it's actually so much fun. It was never boring. It was so much fun. I giggled a lot. It was literally just the best time ever. I think about this book all the time. I think about the characters all the time because the characters are amazing and they're all best buddies. And I, I'm i a sucker for that. I'm a sucker for that. If you're like, oh my God, found family. They're all best friends. Sold. <laughs> Sold. Um, and this book had that. It had like every element you could ever want. It was so perfect. I loved it so much. It was amazing. That was me doing like chef's kisses okay they were so amazing and so good i i literally love it it's this book is my roman empire and it's not that popular and it really pains me that nobody like talks about it i feel like it should be at the same time i also want to gatekeep it because i'm like don't talk about my favorite book like that like if you see the sun i read that first (laughs) but it's so good and literally the big character is shelby even though i don't turn invisible my literal my, my review of this on Goodreads was I think Anne Liang wrote this book about me because I think she did, but she didn't. I'm, I don't turn invisible, but uh, <laughs> otherwise it's literally me. It's 
so good book it's it's so perfect and it's so good and i can't wait for Anne liang's new book because both books i've read by her have been literally outstanding they've been so perfect so i can't wait for a new book by her at number four we have check and make by ali hazelwood okay so ali hazelwood also wrote like three other books what are they called the love hypothesis Love on the Brain and Love Theoretically. She wrote those three. I've read all of them. I've read them all. And I continue to read her books. Her Those three books are kind of about like, um, they're kind of are like STEM books. So I don't get like anything that's how they're talking about. <laughs> I'm confused the entire time. They're very STEM centered because the main characters in all of the books have like a profession in STEM. They're all different professions in STEM, but you know. I still, like, don't get that. So I'm reading it, and they're talking science. I'm like, what? Like, I'm very confused. Uh, but I read all of her books because I think her writing style is just goofy and silly, and she just writes goofy and silly books. So I keep I keep reading them, and they're good. Like, they're, they're not bad. They're a little formulaic, but they're not bad. Um, but she came out with Check and Mate, which is her YA debut, and I was like, sold, sold. So it's, but it's about chess this time. And I know a little more about chess than I do about science, but <laughs> still limited knowledge. And it was a lot of chess stuff. Like, I feel like her books are just kind of like her, like, nerding out, which is so much fun. But, like, I, some of the chess stuff I was a little confused about. I've played chess, like, four times. Um, I don't really know. I know kind of how the pieces work. Not, like, really, but anyway. I still read the book. You can still read the book. Um... And it was so good. I, the, the plot here, let's, let's do this. The plot is like about this girl. She uh, used to play chess like all the time. She was really, really good at chess. Um, but something happened and like, I don't know. And now she kind of has a bad relationship with chess and she hasn't played chess in a while. And she's like 18, I think. She just got out of high school, but she's not going to college because she needs to support her family. So she like randomly one day gets pulled into like a chess competition with her best friend and her she um unknowingly like beats the number one chess champion in the world like like she beats him she like wipes the floor with him and i think that is just hilarious so then she gets like uh i don't know what you would even call it like a scholarship sort of to like this chess like agency where she just like plays chess all day and she learns about chess and so and she gets paid to do it so she does that, but she's like, tell, she's not telling her family that she's playing chess anymore, even though she's like the number one chess player in the world now. I mean, she beat the number one. Anyway, the book is so good. I giggled the entire, like I've never had a more visceral reaction to a book. I literally, I've said that 7,000 times about this book, but I literally was giggling, kicking my feet every single second of this book. It was hilarious. I was cracking up. It was so good. And I loved it. And also, it had another fun group of friends where I was like, oh my god, found family. Serve. So then they did. <laughs> I literally loved it. I loved it. It was so good. It literally gave everything I wanted it to give. And I like couldn't stop reading it. I was addicted to it. And it was like literally beautiful and perfect and insane. And I loved it. Like, did I do a review for this book? Let me look. Because that was actually hilarious. And... I crack up every time I think about this book. And I think about this book, like, all the time. It was so good. It was so good. Where is it? Come on. Come on. Check and mate, Ellie Hazelwood. Oh, my review was I'm sick to my stomach over how perfect it was. Because it was perfect. It was so good. 
Like, I... I love it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, it was um, it was just incredible. It was just incredible. That's all you need to know. And read it. Thank you. Um, it's not number four. Let me know. <laughs> that was. Okay. Number two. No. <gasps> I forgot number three. Number three is Woke Up Like This by Amy Leah. This book is also a book by an author who wrote like adult books and then this is her YA debut. I've never read any of Amy Leah's like adult books, but I think she should continue writing debut um YA. Oops. I also think that yeah, Ali Hazelwood should write YA cuz she has a goofy little writing style that I think really fits like a YA better than like an adult. Like I don't it fits better as a YA. It just does. Anyway, um I, this is Woke Up Like This by Amelia. This one is actually hilarious and so good. I heard that this book was like, if you mix 13 going on 30 and Never Have I Ever, mixed them up in like a little mixing pot and then you got this book. I was like, oh, oh, it's in my cart right now. So I read it and I actually just randomly picked it up because I knew, like I wanted to read it and I wanted to have the physical copy of it, but I um, just got it on my Kindle. And I read it, like, on my phone during a vacation, and it was just incredible. It was hitting so hard. It was hilarious. It was so good. I giggled. I cackled. It was literally amazing. And literally, I don't know, usually time travel books, kind of, where there's, like, the little, oh, they're in a time loop, or oh, no, they went, like, a bunch in the past or something, and they need to fix it before they can get to the future again, and complete these major goals I'm, I'm like okay kind of lame like I'm kind of bored I don't care like I feel like the time thing like when they're stuck in time I don't know it's weird but this one was so good and like it ate because they went in the future and they got to see like all this different I don't know all the stuff that had changed and I feel like a lot of the times they go in the past um and then it's like I don't care <laughs> But they went to the future, like, I don't know, how many years? 12? 12 years? 13 years? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, something like that. Because they're, like, in high school. Anyway. Um, and it was so good. I giggled. It was it was really short. It But it didn't feel like it was that short in the best way possible. Like, I want more, obviously. Like, I want more. More. I want more of the book because I love the characters I loved it so much and I hope that Amelia continues to write YA because this one was so good and I think about it literally all the time like I'm not even kidding you I think about it at least once a week at least it's so good it's hilarious it's incredible amazing yes thank you that's all I have to say it was perfect and I loved it so much I need, like, a Musinax. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was just incredible. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, and number two, Meet Me at Midnight by Jessica Pennington. I've talked about how much I love this book. Um, I literally, here's my thing with this book. I was randomly picking it up from the library. Yeah. And... I did not expect for it to be such a hit. I was just like, okay, let's pick something from the library, blah, blah, blah. Because I had just, I was in my library era, okay? So I was reading The Loveless with the World by Emily Henry. And then I read some other book that I um, had bought, but I really didn't like it. So I was like, okay, 
let me pick this random book that I have heard no things about, zero things about. I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but the title was Meet Me at Midnight. I was like, okay, Taylor Swift, Lavender Haze. Like, it's, it's, we're in the Midnight's era, let's go. So I picked it up and I got it. And I was like, oh my God. Like, it was incredible. Every second I was like giggling, kicking my feet. I was having the best time ever with this book. It was hilarious. It was so good. And I still have yet to read another Jessica Pennington book. Okay. I still do. Because I don't know why, but I still haven't picked up one of her books yet. Because she has a couple others. Um, and I still haven't read them. And I feel terrible because this one was literally a, a perfection book. It's my second favorite book of the year. I think about it all the time. I want to like reread it. I have to like recheck it out from the library. But it's like nobody else knows how perfect this book is. Like, I, I don't see any reviews about it. I feel like this could go crazy viral on book talk or whatever the heck. Like, I, literally, what, like, anywhere this could go so, it could be so popular. If it, like, gets, like, just, like, recognition, you know what I mean? It's so good. It's like if you took, like, there's a bunch of popular books that I feel like it's kind of a mix of that they're popular books. You mix them and you get this book. Like, there's literally, it's so good. And it's set on the lake, or I think the lake or the, uh, like, the lake. I bet it's lake. Because there's always a lake or beach house. I'm pretty sure it's a lake house, though. Um, and I love it. I think about this book, like, all the time. I want to reread it, though, because I read it, like, I don't know when I read it. Did I read it in, like, June? I can't even remember. June? Let's look. No, I read it in May. Okay, so I read it in May, and I just literally <laughs> forgot. Like, it's just been a really long time, and I, like, I know this is my favorite book, and I know it is at heart, but I can't remember that much about it. I took a few pictures of, like, the book, but, of, like, some quotes that I liked from the book, but other than that, I need to, like, pick it back up and, like, reread my favorite parts or something, because I, like, hate that I don't have the physical copy, and I can't just do that whenever I want, because I do that all the time with books. Um, but I just loved it. It was so good. It was so good. It's like if you took Better Than the Movies and Every Summer After and You Deserve Each Other, that's what, that's what you get this book. Mix those up. You get this book. Like, literally, it could not go wrong. Are you for real? Perfect. It's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you. <sighs> Do you want to hear my favorite book of the year? My favorite book of the year is Happy Place by Emily Henry. Moment of silence for Happy Place by Emily Henry, please. Thank you. <coughs> I love Emily Henry. I love everything she's ever done. Every book that I've read by her, I've I've loved, I've adored. There I don't think she can do any wrong. Like in my mind, she she cannot write a bad book. And she's done, like, I told you, she's written YA, like, magical realism, kind of fantasy. Um, and she killed that. Now she writes contemporary, and she's killing that. This book was no different. This was no exception. This book is very, very, very strong. Five stars. I genuinely think this book is, is perfect. And I know a lot of people disagreed, which I thought was very interesting. A lot of people didn't like this book. Um, 
they maybe they're big Emily Henry fans, but they they did not get this one. Um, and I feel like Emily Henry's books are overall really liked, but the people who don't like it, they stand out more because there's so few of them. So I feel like there's there's a there's some people who do, who don't like the books. Like there's I, I whenever I see a review of Beach Read and they're giving it like three stars and they say it's boring, I scroll. I'm like, you were so funny, you just didn't get it. You didn't get it. That's how I feel about this book. If you give Happy Place like a low rating, if anybody, if anyone, like whenever I see anybody giving Happy Place by Emily Henry a low rating, I'm like, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. You were reading it and you weren't getting it. And I feel like if you know, you know, and they didn't know. Like, I genuinely believe that they they didn't get it. I don't know. They weren't understanding it. They weren't comprehending it correctly and how it was meant to be understood. And they were just like, this was ridiculous when it it was like just something you need to get. Like, think about it. Think about it and come back, okay? This book is perfect. It's the epitome of perfect. It's incredible. I love Emily Henry's writing style. It's always going to be amazing because her books, I feel like, I mean, I th- I've heard they kind of border, like, I, not I've heard, but they, they, they kind of border the line of, like, a woman's fiction and then, like, a romance. And it's so, so good. It's so good. And this one has, um, um, Happy Place, has, like, a whole cast of characters that you, you're, like, you're with you're learning about you're like I don't even know you just learn about them and go through the this little summer with them with in this book and you you learn to love them you learn to love all the characters even if some of them maybe frustrate you it's okay because they you have to get it you have to understand the motives here and like everything like that like it's a perfect book it's a perfect book to me and I just love it like I can't wait for Emily Henry's new book because her books continue to stun me and leave me speechless because they're so good Beatreed is still my favorite book of all time I'm also not a decision maker so it might just be my favorite book of all time for all of eternity because I don't actually like have it in me to put something else as my favorite book of all time um but it'll be it's almost two years since I read that book which is insane and I feel like I'm due for a reread due for a refresh like I need Beatree to be fresh in my brain and I need like you know what I mean but my like worry is that I'm gonna read it and not like it this like as much the second time I don't know I don't know it's it's like a scary thing for me rereading books so I haven't like done that yet, but we'll we'll see. Um, I literally just, I, I I don't know. I literally can't believe this book exists. It's so good. Like it was, oh, it was just so good. I just loved it so much. Emily Henry, I love you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's all I have to say. Thank you, Emily Henry, for writing this masterpiece of a novel. Thank you for continuing to write masterpieces of novels. Um, please continue to. I love you. <laughs> your your um, books are just, like, so good. They're so good. They're so good. 
I'm gonna stop talking because I've been ranting for way too long. Thank you. Okay. Um, well, thank you for listening to me rant about my favorite books of the year because I'm insane and I read so many and I I loved a lot. <laughs> I also didn't like a lot. But you know, these are well doing this positively and this is one of the best ones. This is these are the best books that I read this year. Now I have a list of like all the books I've ever read and like well, duh. And then I have a list of my favorite books of all time. And I don't know if it's true because I can't even. It's hard because I, I see these books are my favorites. I claim they're, they're my favorites. But then I'm like, I, I can't remember a thing about them because I haven't read them in like two years. Like if I read something in 2022, I read a bunch of books in 2022. And I, I also read a bunch of books in 2023, but I'm, I read more, but. I'm just saying, 2022, I read a bunch of books that I put on my favorites list, and I just feel like it's been so long since then, I can't even, like, recall what they were, like, about. Can't tell ya. Can't tell ya. It's been too long. I need to reread a bunch of books because I don't, like, I feel, like, bad claiming them as my favorites when I really, like, don't remember. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. (laughs) I'm gonna shut up. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed. I'm gonna stop ranting about books for the foreseeable future like that's like all for right now I promise I'll stop talking I just like wanted to tell you all my favorite books and then all my like um all the ones I read and it's just like such a fun time for me so I'm gonna stop though thanks thank you (laughs) bye see you soon